Hey, it's ass butt. It's ass butt. Welcome to the hey, but ass. We we made it. Hey is for horses, but I don't think we've made it. We've Can I just done, say that? We've... I don't think we've made <laughs> we, it yet. We've As I made spit. it. I think we've. To... I think we're about two thirds of the way there. Oh, oh, that far? Yeah. Damn. I think yeah, we're that, about three fourths of the way there. We're more than halfway, but I don't think we're quite that far. Don't ask me to do math, okay? We're we're a little more than halfway. True Fair enough. I don't, you know, I'm really bad at dividing things up. I'm also really bad at um guessing like portion sizes. Oh, that's a mood. Yeah, so I can't I can't pick things. See, that's, that's why, why we made it, measuring cups. If I'm trying yeah. to divide stuff, I'll just ask Alexa what the. Uh, what the division is there you go so sometimes if we're trying to divide stuff i just say the wrong thing and then my uh co-hosts um uh call me on it (laughs) immediately immediately yeah we just get like a tickle and then we know aria's done something wrong and then we call them yeah it's ridiculous so unfair (laughs) <laughs> what are we here to talk about i don't know i don't know <laughs> travis posed a question he found on twitter earlier today and i have an answer so i do want to talk about it okay and the question is this <clears throat> wait these are the questions i posed to you guys like a month ago no what that's the same question yeah oh oh it is oh they're from you i thought they were yeah because ben said he didn't remember him so i went and found them again wow that explains why question is highlighted i thought somebody had photoshopped the word question in there oh if you have google turns out the uh the search function on um like the android messenger app is super Mm. powerful oh yeah yeah. no i it's so good i'm aware Mm. it's as good as the tiktok algorithm maybe a little too Uh, good yeah (laughs) all right possible podcast question from our very own benjamina tykemiller hey if you were granted one wish but it had to be for something innocuous like if anyone found out about it it would cease what would you wish for does anyone else want to go first because my answer is pretty good and i feel like it should go at the end or the middle first maybe actually maybe i want to go first set the expectations yeah okay i'm gonna go first all right i would wish to always have good hair days and never mm. bad ones. That's See, a good I, one. I really That's think somebody mine, like our to friend honest. Tom would be like, "How do? You, what is your hair regimen, and why is it always so good?" And then I would come up with a bullshit answer like genetics. Yeah, see, that's what you have to do. You have to say, uh, thanks, it's genetics. It's completely unobtainable for everyone that's not me. Yeah, I'm not saying, like, supernaturally good hair days. I'm not saying, like, my hair suddenly turns pink and I look like an anime Mm. princess. What I'm saying is, what I am, in fact, saying is, what would happen is that I just have the hair I have now, but it never Mm. looks bad. Travis, read me the the wording of my question one more time, please. Okay. Um, 
if you were granted one wish, but it mm-hmm. had to be for something innocuous, like if anyone found out about it, it would cease. What would right, you yeah. wish for? All right, I, I'm going to allow that answer, Ari, because like Thank the, you. the way I thought I worded it was if anyone like caught on to it or noticed it, See, that it would cease. But because it's because if they found out about it, yeah, yeah that makes sense, and that makes me feel better about my answer. Oh, too, good. So. Yeah, well, because it's like, hey, how do you have good hair every day? Well, I wished for it. Oops, now I have bad hair. Yeah, yeah, like that's how that would work. Oh, See, you just be like, I found this YouTube regimen or some shit. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, you can just lie. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So like gangster, I did. I did have a question though about it earlier mm-hmm. today. I was like, "Is this a world where is it like our world where no one is going to think, wow, Ari's hair has been looking awesome recently?' Uh, mm. Is it because they made a wish with a genie, or <laughs> is this a world where like everybody pretty much knows that genies exist and that people make innocuous wishes from them, and that if they found out, they don't get their wish anymore?" Oh no! This is just the world we live in now. You just stumble upon, like a genie, a gin, some Faustian deal. Yeah, not like full Faustian, more like. Uh, Ooh, it's, it's I was something. gonna say what, gonna what say, would what would make your monkey paw curl? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just like my hair, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, hey. I would say that you know, obviously, a Faustian deal. I'm gonna want to get my money's worth, so I'm gonna be making some mm. additional wishes. Um, also, I feel oh, no. like the minute anyone finds out about my Faustian deal, I immediately get to get out of it scot-free. I feel like that's only fair. Oh, no. The, the Faustian part of this deal is that it has to be for... You can't wish for, like, a million dollars, or you can't... Like, I think the IRS would find out about that. And I'm going to give you my answer for this one next, if that's cool. Okay. Just because I feel like it'll work with some of y'all's questions. I would wish to always be able to like if i needed to pay for something in cash i would wish that i could pull it like go into my wallet and pull out exact change or like enough hundreds to cover like the deal and get change back because i feel like you could be like i went to the bank and i got out like enough money to make this deal like if you like bought a car off of craigslist or something ah okay yeah because that was my answer, like, just always be able to have, like, correct change in my pants. And she's like, ah, oh, that's my lucky day. I, Which is fairly a boring answer, but yeah. I First of all, that's not boring. That's basically, like, limitless money. Second of all, I would pay for everything in cash. Exactly. Everything. Because the IRS isn't going to find out about it. You're paying fucking cash. I would never, literally never, buy anything online ever again. I would drive to a different state to get what I needed because I would never run out of gas money. Oh, no. <laughs> Here's the trick for that. You just, when you need, like, a, a fucking uh, card, you just go to Target, Walmart, whatever, and you put the money on that card. <laughs> yeah, buy, buy one of those preloaded cards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, oh. maybe I change my answer to that. <laughs> All right, Do you think well, he'd let me have both the hair and the card thing and the and the limitless money? Oh no, you get one. Oh, Travis, I get one. Oh, okay. One? Well, you yeah. know what? With enough money, I'll have. I can buy perfect hair. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go. Now you think it with portals. Yeah. Okay, so mine is. <laughs> um. Just say it, Travis. There's no wrong answers. There's Mine no is I can get a free pizza whenever I want. Oh my god! Oh, that's solid. 
solid. That's terrible. Do it's the money awful. thing. What do you mean? Get a free pizza whenever you want. Pizza yeah, basically grows on trees place. at this point. I could call any place I wanted to, and they would send me a free pizza. Yeah, but if you oh, did no the money, what? if you did the money thing, you could get pizza for money. All right, yeah, let me add but some flavor. if I had the pizza thing, I wouldn't have to spend my infinite money. <laughs> but it's infinite. <laughs> so let me. It's infinite let money, me Travis. A little flavor to Travis's answer, if that's okay, Travis. Okay. So do you remember the episode of Supernatural where they find the wishing well and Dean wishes for like the the Italian with jalapenos? See where you went wrong is you asked me if I remembered anything about the show that we're actually doing. <laughs> well, see, that's why I told you about the scene, but like the guy just shows up and like brings him a sandwich. The way I'm nah. seeing this, the way I'm seeing this, if you like notice like, oh, hey, I'm hungry. I wish for a, a pizza. You get a knock at your door. There is a no. fresh whatever pizza you want at your so door here's, and it's the one you want. No, here's the Faustian deal with that. I still have to call the pizza place. Oh, my oh, God. Go the with the phone. money thing. Go with the money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, hey, buddy, I'm telling you it is the better option. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I... I think you're underestimating how much I love pizza. I, yeah. I think you're overestimating how much you love money. <laughs> underestimating how much you love money. That one. That one. So <laughs> I, I did pose this question to my girlfriend, and she was like, Ooh, so if, like, okay, and she, uh, she posed it back to me. She was like, so I, could I find out about it if she got this deal, or could she find out about mine, basically? And I was like, you know what? I feel like there's two ways to answer this question. Like, there has to be, like, one answer for if I couldn't find out about it. But also, if we both got a wish and did it, like, worked our wishes in tandem, we could do some crazy bullshit awesome stuff. I'm going to say, do you, can I add a flavor to this real quick? Yeah. So, I'm going to say if anyone finds out about your wish, you don't. it doesn't just go away. You get, like a bad thing happens right mm -hmm. so like in yeah. my case if i if if uh it's like somebody found out about the hair wish then i'd go bald right or something like okay. i mean not that there's anything wrong with going bald i just don't want to go bald because yeah. i like my hair or like mm -hmm. if travis's pizza wish got found out then all pizza that he ate for the rest of his life no matter how long it had been sitting out would burn the roof of his mouth oh that's funny okay and then your but thing would be you would I, only I, pay in pennies <laughs> for everything. <laughs> I didn't get to why my wish is actually the perfect wish. Okay. And it's because no one would find out about it because I only eat pizza when I'm alone in my house with no clothes on. <laughs> okay, so that's a fun thing we've just learned about Travis, I think. You know, Travis, how long have we known each other? How many years? How many years has it been? <laughs> we've eaten a lot of pizza together, Travis. Yeah, we've eaten, first of all, an insane amount of pizza together, so I know that's not well, true. That, that Second was of all... That was, that's pizza that was paid for. I'm talking about my wish pizza. <laughs> wish pizza. You're always going to be in a situation where you're just like, to my wish pizza, time to eat alone? You're not going to share it with your buds? With your pals? No. <laughs> See, that's what's dope about my wish, is that I can share it. Yeah. And just be like, yeah. And what's dope about uh, my wish is that I can't. I feel like one of the things about wishes is, is that they can be inherently selfish. That's, you know, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Honestly, <laughs> I'm going to say this right now. 
If I if I got this wish, Ari, I got you the wish things. for perfect hair forever. <laughs> yeah, it's very selfish. <laughs> I didn't say it wasn't. I specifically said I couldn't share it with anyone. This went way better than I thought it would. <laughs> I specifically was like, I can't share this with anyone. Because it's oh, hair. I've, it's perfect hair. Oh, that's fair. I've had time to ruminate on this like since I posed it to you guys. Can you imagine? I thought of this today in about five seconds. Immediately yeah. I knew what my heart desired. <laughs> and by the way, if we were in front of a real gin and this actually happened, I would wish for perfect hair and then you would wish for the money thing and I'd be like, oh, that's a good idea. God, I, I, oh, we need a webcomic artist to draw this out. Holy shit. And then Travis would still wish for pizza for some reason. He'd still be like, you know what I want? Not limitless money, which can buy many pizzas. Explain. I want pizza. <laughs> Travis is like the, Sims, the Homer Simpson meme that's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Money, Money can, can be, be exchanged for good services. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I think if you, I stand I stand by my pizza wish. I think if you had a like pretty good job and you had um just only like just the amount of money you needed and you didn't overuse it like in front of people who see you a lot i think you could get away with the money thing for a really long time oh hell yeah um like paying for like groceries like you still have to have a job because you got to pay taxes and shit yeah 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 Um, you don't want the irs finding out about the magical gin that gives you limitless money but only the exact amount that you need (laughs) That'd be dope as hell, though. That would be dope. You would also have to really start pantomiming, like, searching for coins. If it's, like, exact change, you know? You'd have to Mm -hmm. carry a coin purse, and you'd have to be like, one, two, three, do I see a dime? (laughs) Like, you would really have to, like, fucking practice that. Oh, yeah. Is this, like, it would always appear in your pocket or your coin purse, no problem? Or can you just, like, have... Can you physically put coins in your coin purse, and then from there, you would be able to pull out the exact amount of change, no no matter how much money was actually in there? Oh, no. What I would do is I'd be like, I would go, if I had made the wish, I would go to Walmart, Target, what have you, with the explicit purpose to put $1,000 or like a couple hundred bucks on one of those prepaid cards and just go that route. Mm, yeah but like if i was at like a like a food stand a fast food place i feel like the 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 paper money would appear in my wallet and the coins would be in my pocket ah okay what about hey quick question does the wish Mm. believe in tipping like you are you always going to be able to tip 20 percent oh that's a really good question i feel like it yeah I, i i i agree i feel like i would have to put my wallet back in my pocket pull it back out and then pull out a 20 or like whatever I was going to leave is change. Yeah. Like it's got to recharge. Like I, like it wouldn't just appear back in my wallet. It's like, Oh shit, I forgot to tip. I feel like I would still have to add it. Yeah. That's the downside. 
is you always yeah. have to look like an asshole who just forgot to tip for like a minute. Yeah. But like they leave you the check. And I could just like fuck around on my phone and be like, oh, I didn't tip. Go back in there. Went get so facto. Kablamzo. Here's your tip. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, because the way I'm interpreting this is the amount that is printed on the receipt is the amount that will appear for you. Yeah. So you exactly. either have to tip with your own personal money, like your job money, or mm. you have to do that whole situation. Yeah. I think that would be easy because, like, I would still maintain a job mm-hmm. and shit. But yeah, no, it would it would probably be like a cumbersome thing with tipping, and it would really suck for uh, like ordering pizza unless I was like, oh, so it's thirty bucks. Oh, I need forty bucks. Go into my wallet. Kabam! There's your tip. Hey, I've got the perfect solution to that. (laughs) (laughs) Free pizza (laughs) wish. You didn't wish for tipping with your free. That's that's the question for you. With your with your unlimited free pizza, do you tip on those pizzas? Don't have to tip when you go pick it up. That's that's fucking fair. I'm here to tell you right now. If I found out y'all make these wishes and y'all are not tipping. See, that's the benefit of the perfect hair wish. Mm-hmm. No money, don't have no to worry about not tipping. Goods or services. <laughs> I would tip Shit, the gin, I would tip the gin for his service two shiny quarters, and then I'd walk out with perfect hair for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh God, that's fucking funny. Listeners, what do you think is the best answer to this question? Do you think it's Ben's money thing? It definitely is. Do you think it's my hair thing? <laughs> Pretty good. I would say second best. Or do you think it's Travis's stupid pizza wish? <laughs> Let us know on Discord or Twitter or just in your own mind. You don't have to tell us if you don't want. Oh, no. Definitely telepathically tell us in my own mind at like three in the morning. Oh, if you got Holy shit. Listeners, I love you guys. But if you start telepathically reaching out to me at 3 a.m., it's going to be on site. I'll show up at your house and telepathically put my fist in your face. Do you understand? <laughs> do do not. I'm I'm setting this boundary. Okay. Do not telepathically reach out to me at three a.m. That is for that is for that. business hours only. <laughs> it's between seven a.m. and seven p.m. Seven a.m. Ten a.m. Uh, that's, Ten that's fair. Yeah. Oh no, it's going by the uh, telemarketing rules. Uh, so they can only call between us seven and seven. Uh, I ain't a telemarketer. I am a, a human being. Yeah. And I have feelings, and those feelings need to sleep for at least another 10, 15 minutes before my cat wakes me up. Okay? <laughs> That's fair. Oh, man. My bedtime, my bedtime is, like, when I go to bed, my wake-up time is the same every day, and it is 7.30, maybe 7.35. <laughs> This is just the life I lead now. This is how I. This is how I'm living. Following my dreams, uh, straight to hell. All right, listeners. I also want to know what would you ask the gin for? Yeah, I'm very yeah. curious about your answers as well. Yeah, tweet at us your answers at Habcast or on Twitter. Give us money and join our Discord. Yeah. yeah. So only need a dollar to join the Discord. Yep. That's a uh... a dollar a month. So 
I think it's. I th- I think we're gonna do it's it's uh time. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. You know. What's this episode called? Um. The. The, uh, the purge. Hmm. The one with the fat thing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you watch it? <laughs> yeah, I did watch it. Okay. I, I so have no you know. idea what it's called though. Yeah. Oh, it's the purge. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're gonna have to live with this for the rest of our lives. <laughs> The Purge. Um, the Purge. So, Sam and Dean do a juice cleanse. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, can Fair I enough. give a slight suggestion? Uh-huh. They do a juice cleanse and then they shit their guts out. Oh, that was that was the joke. Oh, the oh okay. <laughs> this juice cleanses make you shit your guts it out. It wasn't very yeah, clear. Yeah. I exactly. No, it wasn't. I, I, uh, you know, sometimes I'm real dumb and you gotta spell shit out for me, okay? Sometimes you gotta lead me to the water and make me drink. You know what I mean? Not the shitty water. Yeah, not the shitty juice cleanse water, just normal average water from the tap even. Some- Sometimes I gotta teach you to fish and also just put one on the hook for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you gotta, um, you know. Sometimes you need encouragement. Exactly. Sometimes you just have to teach, you have to teach a cow to go up the stairs. No. Never that. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had to learn that or teach Isn't someone a else that. Burgers reference? <laughs> It, it was, uh, I, I was specifically referencing Last Man on Earth, but I'm sure Bob's Burgers did it too. Oh yeah, there's an episode where the cow goes upstairs, but that's not oh, what we're yeah. going to talk about. Alright. Anyway, episode. let's watch this episode. commend supernatural i want to congratulate them for being anti-cupping why because cupping is bullshit it's nothing oh yeah no it's it does nothing for the body it is however incredibly real i think it is quick question yeah was the episode anti-cupping i thought it was Maybe it's just because I am anti-cupping because it does nothing. Mm. I think you may have been projecting just a titch. Just a titch. This... But but I also, I want to complain. So for doing a little compliment sandwich here. Oh, okay. Loved the anti-cupping message that I might have projected onto it. (laughs) (laughs) Um... This was basically a worse version of the Adipose episode of Doctor Who. Yep. Um, and um, what's what's something I can what's something I can end this compliment sandwich with? Um, oh, did you like the sheriff lady, Sheriff Trudy? I think it's her name. Sheriff Sh- Sheriff Trudy reminded me of the show Fargo, and that was nice. Hell it's, yeah! Uh, uh, Donna. <laughs> Donna, sorry. No, it's all good. It's Donna. Close enough. Donna, the last name. Donna last name. Donna last name. 
Donna last Donna name. Hanscom. Hanscom, yes. Hanscom? Hanscom. Hanscom, Hanscom. This is the this is the Midwest. It's definitely Hanscom. Donna yeah. Han Solo's come. Uh, okay, so first of all, Harrison Chode. Uh, if I can give it my own compliment sandwich, I do like the character of Donna. Um, let's see what else happened this episode. Oh, um, that I liked. I kind of liked the conversation at the end a little bit. A little bit. Because yeah. Sam wasn't like, oh, okay, well, I guess I, I'm over it now. Mm. Um, anything else? I, I, I'm i really racking my brain over this one. Are you trying nope, to that's compliment it. it? Yeah, I'm trying to say okay. something nice. <laughs> I'm trying to say nice oh, things. Okay. Um, um, hot dogs. It, this episode made me crave hot dogs. Oh, yes. Uh, it was nice to see a witch in the show who wasn't evil. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, that was nice. Although I do say, I want to get into this. Yeah. The first quarter of this episode is almost nonsense compared to where it goes. Um, yeah. The entire episode is fucking nonsense. Okay, the entire the episode first, is nonsense. The first quarter is boring. Yeah. The first, so let's say the first act of the five act structure of this episode. Yeah, you know what? I don't <laughs> even have the energy to argue with you. Sure, whatever. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The I, first act of this I five act structure. I don't understand what the purpose of it was. It's I mean, to like, make fun of fat people. God, it really was. This episode is so, so fat. This episode is cruel. That's what yeah. it is. It's yeah. cruel. And it's not just the fat phobia, which is awful. Dean is... I tried to think, okay, I really, really don't want to just spend the entire podcast shit-talking Dean. Because I know mm. he is a really well-loved character. But he makes it so fucking hard I cannot believe that after last episode, where Dean's like, I guess not all werewolves are evil, this episode, this episode, like, a week later, he's like, oh, well, maybe we should kill the the woman who didn't do anything and was, in fact, innocent the entire time. Like, because she's a monster and that's what we do. Yeah. Like, cruel is the word that comes to mind. There's no other word for it. It's just so... Okay, so first of all, I made this joke earlier, and I'm making it again, because it stands true. Who wrote this episode? Who is responsible for this? They are going to be mentioned in my suicide note. (laughs) Eric Carmelo and Nicole Snyder. Oh my god. Okay, so these two are the people behind the perfection and also Midnight Texas, which I've heard is actually a pretty good show. Hmm. Um, and Ringer, which is a show that is very dumb and lasted for like one season, was also on the CW. So there's hmm. that. Um, let's see what they have written. What else they have written for Supernatural? For Supernatural, My Heart Will Go On, Mannequin 3. You Can't, you can't handle, handle the, the Truth. truth. 
Um, Dog Dean Afternoon. Don't even remember that one. That was this season. That was this season. That was the one where, like, Dean turns into a dog. Or, like, he can talk to dogs. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And the the main villain was, like, eating animals to take their power. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. He was actually pretty cool, if I remember correctly. Out of all these episodes that they've written... My heart will go on was okay. Yeah. Uh, you can't handle the truth was not. No, it was yeah. not. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Mannequin Three was all right. I think. I think Mannequin Three was like fun. You know, in that fun kind of way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It had a super jarring ending because they were trying to save this girl and then she just fucking dies. That's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I remember that. So, so I have pretty mixed bag on the edge of not great. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't think they've ever written an episode where I'm like, "Holy shit, more of this, please." Yeah, yeah no. Like I can't. I can't wait for. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the plot of this episode because it is stupid. So it also doesn't. Can I just say that it doesn't make sense? Like, none of this, none of what happens this episode makes any sense. Nobody needed to die. It was so dumb. Okay, so the episode begins with um, a competitive hot dog eating contest, okay? And there's the super skinny competitive eater and a fat eater. And the super skinny eater is, like, named Slim Jim McGee. And Mm. the fat guy is named Wyatt and he wins the contest by cheating. He, like, hides a hot dog. Um, and then later in his car, he pulls the hot dog out and he's eating it because he is a fatty McFatty face. Um, and he gets all of his fat sucked out and basically, like, becomes a mummy because of this. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, the Winchester brothers are on the case, but they are going to not be brothers, but just be, like, professional co-workers this episode. Um, they act exactly the same. Yeah, I... Like, there's nothing... I got a little confused by that dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like they haven't changed their dynamic. I feel like there's just, like, they talk about it as a thing, but they don't... They don't do anything different. Like, if Dean's in danger, Sam still comes and runs to save him. Mm. You know? Dean still, like, teases Sam and stuff. It yeah. Nothing changes. It's literally, like, how it's been all season. <laughs> maybe it's an allegory about life. Or maybe it's just a poorly written show. It's probably one of those. Almost yeah. certainly. <laughs> certainly. I feel like, I will say, I do feel like... um. Dean is crueler this episode than he mm. has been in other episodes, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. So after a after a red herring where they um, accuse a young woman of murdering who turns out to be her lover, and then you know mock her dead boyfriend for being fat again, um, another woman dies, and they are directed to a weight loss clinic. And at first. 
I thought this episode, while still being pretty tactless, could have been saved by making a point about how weight loss clinics that promise fast, easy weight loss suck. Uh, and I, I mean, think they, they did do that. Ki- yeah, they kind of landed the la- they kind of stuck the landing. I wish they had made the I wish they had made um, Maritza, who mm. is the owner co one of the co owners of the. Um, clinic i wish they had made her the bad guy they did make her one of the monsters because she sucks fat out of people yeah so technically this thing does suck there is a physical gag pun there and i i'll I'll take it it's bad i'll accept that that it's fucking bad but they at least (laughs) tried to make a joke out of it Anyways, so, um, (laughs) she and her husband, who is a human, run a clinic where they, yeah, I mean, she is a Peruvian fat sucker, which is a phrase I never thought I'd have to Google, but Mm. here we are. (laughs) Um, she is a Peruvian fat sucker, and she, uh, sucks up people's unwanted fat helps them lose weight except her brother who works in the kitchen wants to murder people because he's starving for some reason um yeah yeah i did did not get i don't i don't think is that he was starving he just lacked self-control yeah i mean i guess but he went pretty quickly to murder like i feel like what should have happened is he should have emptied out because they had fridges of fat in them. Yeah, like he should mm-hmm. have been like time to empty out this Tupperware, you mm-hmm. know. And instead, he was just like, ah, "I'm actually here to kill." I. This is where I'm confused because mm-hmm. I feel like there's no reason why the Peruvian fat suckers are killers. Like, uh, Maritza in the episode says herself, you know, we're not murderers, we're parasites. We suck up unwanted fat and then we, you know, leave, leave the victim alive, right? Yeah. There's no kill instinct like there is for werewolves. Mm -hmm. They're just, they just eat fat and then they're done and then they're full. I don't understand why that culture developed into a a type of monster that murders everybody that they come in contact with. So Maritza says she's trying to teach her brother that they don't have to be monsters. And I'm just like, but why, what what, what did your parents teach your family? Yeah. This actually gets, this episode and last episode both bring up something that... Um, the brother's name is Alonzo, by the way. Um, this episode and last episode actually bring up something that uh, I don't think we've talked about before. And that is what I'm now dubbing anti-survivor bias. <laughs> Fucking right. <laughs> so the only monsters we see in the show, they only show up because there's been murders happening. There's been weird murders going on. Yeah. Um. There have to be, I mean, there are monsters, we've seen them in several episodes, who have survived for years and have entire cultures built around their monsterhood that are just, you know, 
not going around killing people because they know it attracts hunters. Mm. And I feel like there should be way more monsters who do that than there are monsters who are just, like, down to clown with murder. Yeah. Well, I think maybe the brother just, like, got so comfortable killing people that he thought that they were never going to attract somebody or attract hunters. Or he thought that he could just kill any hunter that he met. Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe I'm just giving him too much credit. Yeah, maybe he got too big for his britches. I don't know. This is... Supernatural has started doing this thing where the thing that is fun about the episode, the thing that's supposed to draw viewers in, is not the plot or the monsters, it's the setting. Right? Like, the thing that's supposed to be interesting about this episode is it's set in a in a goofy weight loss clinic. Hmm. Oh, yeah, okay, uh-huh. Yeah. Because, like, <clears throat> I mean, the monsters are kind of interesting, and they do exist, like, in myth outside of Supernatural, which I was completely shocked to learn. Yes. Um, And we'll talk more about them later. But in the show Supernatural, they effectively act as another type of vampire. Yeah. Which is kind of boring. Yeah, they're not particularly interesting. They don't die in a very interesting way. Like, Dean basically yeah. just knifes Alonzo. Yeah, there wasn't even, like, a fun way to kill them. Yeah. yeah. The fight the fight between um, Sam and Dean and Alonzo are just kind of like, I, I don't know, like an early Resident Evil level. Like, I, I haven't played any Resident Evil games, so I, don't, I actually don't know. But it's just like a dark basement a weird pull. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. I don't know. I know. Day like six. It, I don't know. <laughs> it was it was just like a weird like fight in an action movie. Like yeah. a fucking like like taken or anything. It was it was two dudes fighting. Not even like the most interesting moment was when like the like the brother sucker thing comes out of his mouth and then Dane cuts it off. That yeah. was like that was like the most interesting part of the fight still inherently boring i feel like the peruvian fat suckers kind of come with a built-in you know like big boss attack here buttons yeah which is really a shame for them like evolution did them dirty i'll just go ahead and say that (laughs) yeah they got they got uh done dirty so yeah this episode is uh it's bad guys yeah it's not great did you like anything I, that happened? oh sorry go on i'm sorry uh i just i audibly laughed out loud when this when uh it showed maritza doing the fat sucking oh and, yeah like, the little thing can't the little xenomorph thing came out of her mouth <sighs> i was just like i could not stop laughing that was funny I didn't like seeing it. I I don't like injection shots, and I feel like that was pretty close. Yeah. Like, I don't like seeing shots going into people's skin, or, like, needles and stuff. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, no. Uh, but to, ask your, to answer your question, uh, what I did like about it is probably going to take us to the next part of the episode. Um, I feel like we're seeing the effects of the Mark of Cain on Dean, mm. and he's starting to act act a lot more cruel and demonic in a way yeah like i i I forgot about that i thought that was interesting i don't necessarily dig that 
I think it would have been cool to see like more internal conflict if that's what they were trying to show yeah. with his character and like his choices as a character this episode. Oh yeah. The thing about that is this definitely could have been a, a pre-Mark of Cain episode and it would have been just like oh Gene's just being an extra big asshole today. Yeah, exactly. Like this could have been any other season and it would have fit perfectly but because they didn't add any other flavor to what they've already and i bet they filmed this before or they even like show kane Probably. and i bet that's why and i feel like that's what really fucked up this show is filming episodes out of order well they have to have them i mean surely they have like most of them written because they mentioned the mark of kane in the episode yeah so they had it at least written that uh Dean had the Mark of Cain at this point. So they knew. Mm. Um, and even if they shot it out of order, they could have had Dean, like, I don't know, touch or like, the Mark. Or, 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 like, film or ad-lib something, like, in post. Or even just be, like, particularly violent in his takedown of Alonzo. Yeah. I think that would have been an appropriate thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you very know? much so. Because Dean just being like, uh, I don't know if you know this, Sam, we kill monsters, that's our job, you want it to be professional. Like, that's not new, it's not an unusual take for Dean, it's a little weird that he's having that reaction, you know, nine seasons in, after many, many lessons that, you know, all monsters are not evil, but it's, it's not, like, shocking either. Sam, do you see this mark? It means I'm a weirdo. I'm a monster murderer. I put monsters down. <laughs> so there were two moments in the episode where I thought Dean was just particularly cruel. Um, yeah. One, it's when he's talking to Mala, who is the, uh, she is a Roma woman who Dean and Sam, like they find a hex bag. And at first they think, that she cursed Wayne and caused him to die. Um, and it turns out, no, she and Wayne were actually having an affair behind Slim Jim's back. Oh my God. Describing all of this, <laughs> saying it out loud is just fucking insane. It sounds like, like bad porn. Can you imagine someone hearing this out of context? I would sound like a real life crazy person. Okay. Yeah, anyway, yeah, so. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like one now. Um, <laughs> so she shows up and explains like, no, I was in love with Wayne. And Dean's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> he basically is like, I mean, I've seen your type as if like people can't have multiple types. Yeah. And it's the guy who weighs a buck 50. Yeah. It's like, just... I was he's dead her yeah. lover is dead like it's shitty yeah. that he's that she was cheating on slim jim and like but, helping him cheat but still like you, what you're gonna be a dick about it man yeah yeah and then i also thought it was weird um so like obviously there's a lot of fat jokes and that's incredibly cruel but at some point so sam and dean go to a gym where a woman has died after hours after getting all the you know fat sucked out of her body or whatever mm-hmm. um and she's really not that overweight like she was like hollywood overweight yeah, yeah she was every every fat woman in this episode is hollywood fat for sure 
Um, she weighs like according to the scale one eighty, which is like really not that. No, not that. Like it's fine. Yeah, that's like, like, like a fine. goal weight for me. <laughs> Honestly, um, I'm gonna go ahead and say this right now. Your health is between you and your doctor, uh, and there is more to you than your weight, and it doesn't matter to anyone other it shouldn't matter to anyone other than you and uh live your best life follow your dreams like i'm fucking oh, fat yeah, and sure. i'm you know eating orzo pasta and shit like who who gives a fuck you yeah. know but it's your I life think, live it as you want exactly i feel like there is a alternate universe where this episode has that message Instead of whatever the fuck this one was. I feel like the message of this episode was... People with accents are always the bad guys. Yeah. Something something xenophobia? Yep. Honestly? Kind of. Something 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 pseudo-medicine? I think something something uh, xenophobia (laughs) should be the name of the episode. Something something fat phobia, (laughs) xenophobia... Mm. Eating vegetables make you a bad person. I don't know. <laughs> Oops, all obvious. Lot of lot of vegetable hate. Dean, why don't you eat a vegetable and calm down? Yeah, he eats yeah, fucking salted caramel pudding that has roofies in it, and then has to find a fucking pill bottle of roofies to be like, oh, I got roofied. Yeah. Also, if he got roofied, he would be, he'd be like loopy for like 36 hours oh D- Sam hands him an energy drink and that like counteracts the roofie it's basically yeah. like yeah. a health potion at a video game alright I I per- like I uh, no kids don't do that if if you your friends or family ever get roofied don't give them an energy drink to try and like pick them back up take yeah. them to a fucking hospital roofies can kill you they yeah. are very dangerous. Yeah, so, bounce, trying to bounce back from that amount of a downer to, with any amount of an upper, insanely bad for your body. Yeah. Um. So, okay, back to the particularly weird, cruel moment I thought Dean had. So, um, there's like a hot gym lady who... Oh, this part. You know, is ready to be interviewed, and... They have to split up because one of them has to go to the police station to get more information um, from from Donna. Mm -hmm. And Sam's like, "Okay, I'll stay here and interview the witness. And Dean's like, no. And Sam asks why. And Dean says, because you're awkward around women. Yeah. (laughs) And no, he isn't. (laughs) No, no, he's not. Later in the episode, Sam says that he's also dated somebody, Bendy, referring Mm. to Lisa. Yeah. And, you know, that uh, who Dean dated, but that he's, you know, also gotten around. Yeah. And also, we've seen from the show, Sam does fine. Like, he talks to many women and it's okay. Yeah, he does not fall over in anguish. Also, and I cannot believe I have to say this, it is probably inappropriate to hit on a woman while she while you are interviewing her for her friend being murdered. Yep. 
right, can I, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna like try and manifest a wish for another fucking universe. I really wish that Supernatural had gotten canceled after season two, and then been picked up by like HBO, Showtime, like an early Netflix. I think would have been dope. Because I feel like the writing would have been a lot better for a lot of reasons. Namely because of shit like this. I wish there was... I wish for the fact that Supernatural was the only thing... I wish it wasn't the only thing keeping the CW afloat (laughs) in these times. Hey, they have Walker now, okay? They do have Walker now. Yeah, there's a reason why it's not called Runner. I think you all know uh, my wish. Is it for infinite pizza? Uh, no. It's for perfect hair and infinite money that I can use to buy infinite pizza. There you go. Thank you. Um, and then my other wish is that Supernatural had been finished at season five. Okay, anyways. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's really episodes like these that uh, prove my point. Yeah. And that I was, in fact, right. Definitely. Um, yeah. Another cruel moment? I don't know. I thought the entire, uh, like, so Sam and Dean have murdered Maritz's brother, Alonzo. And then prior to that, Alonzo had killed Larry, who was Maritz's husband and the human. And admittedly, Mm. he was being an idiot. So he basically went and accused Alonzo of murder and then was like, if you don't shape up bugaboo we're gonna i'll get you out of here myself and then alonzo kills him like duh it was really stupid the person who should have confronted him was um maritza yeah his sister and also fellow monster who at least would have been able to defend herself Mm -hmm. we know ain't that just like a straight white human i know right oh god thinking they belong somewhere they don't yeah so um, Maritza, after Alonzo's dead, is basically like, I've lost my entire family in one day. Both my husband and my brother are dead. And Sam's trying to comfort her, and Dean interrupts him to pull him aside to be like, yo, we need to murder Maritza because she is a monster. Yeah. And then they never go back to that. They're just like, I mean, I guess the only other solution is to buy, if we're not going to murder her, is to buy her a ticket back to Peru. Like, she doesn't Sam- even need to stay in the country. Doesn't Sam, like, chastise him for that, like, idea? And that's yes. why Dana's like, hey, Peru? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That is exactly what happens. Okay. <sighs> this, the other thing about the whole Maritza situation is that I feel like there was an air of, oh, not all monsters are bad, remember? Uh, or like you know not all monsters have the compulsion for murder hashtag not all monsters <laughs> yeah which felt very strange following the last episode yeah which tried to pull that off and then it was like just kidding and then this episode again was like not every monster likes murder unless they have a brother <laughs> unless they have it's like what is the deal yeah It's also, again, and I said this last episode, it's frustrating having these episodes where it's like, actually, not every monster is terrible. 
Mm. Because this has been a thing since season two. True. Like, literally the first third episode of season two was this very plot, except they did it better. They had better writing and better actors. I mean, the season two episode that did this had Sterling motherfucking K. Brown and Tara from Buffy. Mm-hmm. And look, I like okay. So was that was that an episode where Sam got down with a monster? No, that is not an episode. That was the episode with the uh, vampires who okay, the vegetarian yeah. vampires. That's right. Yeah. So Brianna Brianna Buckmaster, uh, sorry Buckmaster is great, and I love her as Donna. And I, you know, Donna is basically like a midwestern lady. Doing the mm-hmm. Obechias and the you got it and the we have fried butter in Minnesota, yeah, and eating a donut, you know. Oh yeah, like a. I will say that that opening donut scene where both her and Dean are eating donuts was pretty funny. That and was they have powdered dope. sugar over the, all over their face. Yeah, that was pretty. Yeah. yeah, that was another moment of the episode where I was like, "All right, fair enough." Uh, <laughs> it also made me want a powdered donut. Yeah. So that happened. Whatever. Um, and I'll go ahead and say this. So Donna actually comes back. Oh. Are you completely shocked to learn this, Travis? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Is the reason why you were completely shocked to learn this is just because Donna doesn't really do a whole lot this episode? Yeah, she's a blonde woman that wears white in this episode, so I figured we would never see her again. I'm honestly shocked that she lived. Yeah, I know, night. right? Yeah. That really would have sucked if she died. Hey, uh, okay, your terror must come to an end. Nope. Uh. <laughs> uh, I will say, so we are D&D nerds, and before, uh, we, before we started recording, we did talk about like D&D stuff, and I had a D&D thought about this episode, and Hit about us. the show on a whole. Hit us with it. I feel like Sam and Dean are just God's murder hobos. Yeah, that's fair. God and Lucifer's murder hobos. Heyo. Heyo. <laughs> I think um, Sam and Dean's classes would technically be considered like fighters with the gunslinger sub- subclass. But only yeah. if you allow the critical role subclasses in your game. Yeah. I do think Sam, like, I think he, like, when he died a couple of times, he, like, respect and lost, uh, like, Maybe like a sorcerer or wizard kind of thing. Or oh, maybe yeah. he was like the Eldritch Knight for a little bit for a fighter. Yeah, I could see him as an Eldritch Knight fighter. I'm also going to say I think they multi-class into Rogue. Yeah. Dean I mean, they get, they've got thieves sure. tools, you know. Yeah. Um, and I would say maybe with this Mark of Cain development, Dean may become a barbarian. Yeah, he's going to rage. Yeah. So... But yes, for a time, I definitely think Sam was an Eldritch Knight or a sorcerer or something, something like magic, that. But yeah. completely forgot that he has that as a character. Oh, yeah. You just forgot to write it down in his character sheet. Oof. Happens to the worst of us. Do you have a D&D fun fact? Me? Uh, Travis. Do I have a D&D fun fact? Just about the show. Just something. Oh, like a read? Charlie's an artificer. Definitely. Cass is a um, cleric. Yeah. And a fallen ASMR. 
I think uh, who was the angel with the the English accent? He's the one that stole the weapons. Balthazar. Balthazar. I think he was a swashbuckler rogue. I 100% agree, and I'm going to go ahead and say something kind of controversial. Perhaps never before seen. I don't think anyone has ever made D&D reads on Supernatural. We may be, like, breaking new ground here. It's possible. If you know anyone who has, um, they tell them that they must fight us at dawn. (laughs) I'm going to say something kind of controversial. Okay. About Crowley. Ooh, okay. I know the thought is to put him as a warlock for (laughs) obvious reasons. Yeah. He got his powers because he made a deal with a dark patron. Oh, Um, I I know where you're going with this. Do you? Where am I going? You're going uh, whatever the magic subclass is for rogue. Nope. I was going to say bard. Oh, that's a solid one. Yeah. Okay. does he pick up an instrument? No. But look at the man. That is clearly a, 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 a college of lore bard. Oh, I think he's a singer through and through. Like, no instrument just uses his voice. I am going to say this. I think that we have been sleeping on a potential um, bard subclass, and that is bard bardic comedians. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm I, glad you never told Reyna about that. Holy I, shit have told Raina about that. Oh, fuck. And oh. I legitimately... Raina is a friend of ours, and we play D&D with her for... Hey, hey Raina, if you listen to this, I know you don't, but uh, hello. <laughs> um, so, I have a ton of comic friends who also play D&D, obviously, and I'm shocked that none of them have ever played a comic, a bard who is a comic. Like, shocked. Yeah. And that needs to change immediately. But it's not going to be me because I've already played a bard. And honestly, I do think it's a fun class, but uh, it's just not my bag. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I'm not a huge utility caster. Like, I, I like to get in there and I like to do, I like to do some damage. So yeah, you like to run in with characters that should be at range. <laughs> uh, not anymore. Okay. I learned my lesson. Yeah. All right. DM. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but even with Pierogi, I didn't do that. Pierogi was the last D&D character I played regularly, and he was a druid. And uh, even with Pierogi, I didn't do that, unless he was in wild shape when it was appropriate. All right? Fair enough. Still You know who is a terrifying type of caster that can do an insane amount of damage? Fucking druids. Yeah. They are horrifying. They command the powers of nature. And then obviously, like, wizards and shit. Would there have been a druid on Supernatural? The answer is yes, but I can't say who it is yet. Fair enough. I was trying to think of where Bobby would fit. Like, maybe Wizard? What about Benny? Benny could have been a druid. Benny is absolutely not a druid. Yeah, Benny's a vampire. Alright. You just pigeonhole the man because of his teeth? Um, (laughs) Yes. Alright, fair enough. I'm going to say pre-vampirification... You know, I actually, I think he was a fighter as well. Okay. So. Bobby. Who, yeah, who is Bobby? See, I thought maybe Wizard because he's got, like, all the books and does a lot of studying and all that. I'm I'm actually going to say Garth is the wizard. Yeah, I definitely see that. Garth is definitely more of a wizard than Bobby. Bobby maybe, uh, Ranger? I think he's a multi-class, to be honest. 
Yeah, but what's the multi-class? I th- uh, That's maybe the real rogue question. Or, rogue or ranger, but the rogue would have the... Uh, God, what the fuck is it? Because I know I played it recently, but I can't think of the name. This like the magic subclass for a rogue. Um, oh, arcane tri- trickster? Arcane trickster, like artificer, maybe kind of multi-class? Honestly... Yeah, I can see it. Maybe, I don't know, maybe not a rogue, though. Also, you wouldn't need to go arcane trickster subclass mm. uh, for rogue if you're multiclassing with an artif- artificer, because artificers are technically casters. Oh, I'm, I say, like, it's sort of, he figured out, like, he started as a rogue, then he learned about monsters and shit, and then he just became, like, the best at what he did. Okay, I've actually got a suggestion for Bobby. Okay. What about a mystic? Okay. Travis, Travis what's your what read you on think? that? Yeah. Hmm. I've honestly been struggling because I remember so little about this show <laughs> that I feel like I can't put in a good word about anything. That's fair. <laughs> what I want to know is um, why is Rufus a monk? He's a, he's a super badass monk, though. Holy shit. Oh, he is. Yeah, for sure. You know what? Wow. I actually don't think Dean is a fighter with a gunslinger. I think he's a paladin. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Because yeah. his hatred of like anything like not human. Yeah. Yeah. His his, his oath, blah blah blah. Yeah. We really need to do that, uh like our, uh what is it? Because we were gonna do one, right? Where it was uh like a, a actual play of supernatural. Yeah, but we were going to use Monster of the Week. Yeah, that's 19. what it's called. Yeah. So maybe one day. I would like to do that though. I'd like to play Monster of the Week, Travis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can maybe figure it out sometime soon. We should like find someone to DM for us, and I think that would be hilarious. Oh man. Oh God, it would be so chaotic. Hell yeah! It'd be we're fun already as shit. so chaotic. All right, back to the episode. So the reason why I brought up, like I asked Travis about if he was surprised that Donna comes back is because she she honestly is not that great in her first outing. Like, she's fine. I don't know. She gets a lot she better later on. She doesn't do a whole lot? Yeah. Yeah. Like, she just remembers who Sam is. Yeah. She has this very which, sad story about why she's trying to lose weight, hmm. which. Wait, is, she does? I, I must have totally checked out by this point in the episode. Yeah, it is towards the end. So basically, Sam and Dean go to talk to her and get information from her. And she's like, yeah, my husband left me because he said I loved, you know, cookie dough milkshakes oh. more than him. That's right. Mm. I remember that because I was like, damn, I could go for some chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream right Fucking now. Yeah. God, all this episode made me was hungry. Yeah. <laughs> it certainly did. A lot of hot dogs, chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. That's all I want right now. I could fuck up a milkshake right now. I'll tell you that much. This episode oh. does touch on like how bad fat phobia is in America because Donna loses 10 pounds in one day, which is impossible to do. Yeah. And no follow up. I wasn't going to say 
I was thinking about being like, it's impossible to do unless you're doing it really unhealthy. No, I don't even think then. 10 yeah, pounds, 10 pounds in, in a day, day. You have to cut a limb off to do that. I mean, yeah. So, uh, and Donna's just like. Or your like, head. Your brain weighs eight pounds. Yeah. Donna's just like, I don't care. She's so desperate to be skinny that she doesn't care about like what's happening to her body as long as she loses weight and ain't that just fucking indicative yeah. of I mean, how yeah, people that's feel literally, that's literally what crash diet culture is yeah. yeah, people act like losing weight is about health but it really it's about looks yeah like nine times out of ten I'm not saying that nobody ever loses weight for health reasons hmm. people do but a lot of the time yeah it is about just like wanting to be skinny hmm this is one of the most fat phobic things I've seen in a while, and I grew up in the 2000s as a fat teenager. Yeah. Uh, Which was a rough time. <laughs> yeesh. And, I mean, and this was... Oh, no, I lost the page. Uh, this was, what, 2013? 2014? Yeah, 2014. Uh, yeah. See, like, this was... Um, oh, what's her name? This was like all about that base time, you know. Oh fucking um, yeah. I don't, I yeah. don't, I don't remember any names, but th- th- I, I feel like there was a moment in somewhere in the mid to two thousand tens where it was like body positivity was kind of at a high, and it was like maybe will we as a society have stopped being a little fat phobic? But that's not. Oh no! And then TikTok happened, so yeah. never mind. Yeah, very much so. I'm but... curious to read the reviews on this episode because. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. Oh, also, would you like to know supernatural goof? Hell yeah! Sure. The topo- the uh, topography. I can't speak. Topography in Stillwater, Minnesota, is pretty fat. F- flat. Holy shit. <laughs> Unlike the hill behind the motel, and there are no mountains two hours from Stillwater that as the, can be seen while the Impala is driving to the spa. Damn. Yeah. No mountains. I mean, that's yeah. Like, well, that's the difference between British Columbia and the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so flat you can see your cat run away for four days. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's like how several parts of Texas look like Vancouver. So, um. I, yeah. Okay, let's talk about that ending conversation. Yes. So, so this was another one of those episodes where you've said this multiple times, Ari, that Dean just kind of has this, like, the script agrees with Dean mm-hmm. because Dean's the main character situation or, like, Dean's always right because the script says he is. And a lot of what Dean was saying reminded me of that. So the yes, this episode also has something else I've said before, which is they're not arguing about the issue. The issue is not that Sam was ready to die and Dean saved his life. The issue is that Dean spent half a season gaslighting Sam, lying to everyone, 
convincing mm-hmm. Sam that he wasn't really, ex- I mean, I already said gaslighting, but I'm going to say it again, just actually define what happened. Convincing Sam that he wasn't really experiencing what he was experiencing, making Sam feel crazy, even when he has a history of dealing with, you know, not necessarily being able to trust his own senses. Mm-hmm. Um, putting Kevin in danger, uh, kicking Cass out of the um, bunker when he was extremely vulnerable and when people were trying to look and find and kill him. Um, That was the issue. Tricking Sam into becoming possessed despite the fact that Sam has a boatload of trauma relating to that. Mm -hmm. Um, Sam kind of says it when he's basically like, that's so Dean is like, you know, I saved your life and I saved your life in that church too. And I, uh, because that's what I do. I do what I know is right. Even when I have to get weird about it. And Sam basically is like, yeah. And that's kind of the problem. You always are willing to do what is like the ends always justify the means for you. Mm-hmm. And then things, shit gets way off the rails, and it's terrible. Um, it's more that, like, Sam is like, your ends justify your means. Yeah. Yeah, it's, in, like, how just how selfish Dean is. Like, yes. holy shit, selfish. Also, mm-hmm. Sam says something that I would consider to be a huge red flag concerning his, like, mental health. And the way Dean responds, and I mean, I don't expect Dean to have perfect reactions, but mm-hmm. I don't know. The way Dean responds seems pretty in- is pretty interesting to me. So I actually found the quote. Dean says, I saved your hide back there, and I, th- and I saved your hide at the church and the hospital. I may not think things all the way through, but what I do, I do because it's the right thing. I'd do it again. Mm-hmm. Sam says, and that is the problem. You think you're my savior, my brother, the hero. You swoop in, and even when you mess up, you think what you're doing is worth it because you've convinced yourself you're doing more good than bad, but you're not. What's the upside to me being alive? That is, holy shit. If somebody said that to me, I would be like, um, we need, I need to stay with you. Do you have yeah. a plan yet? Like, what, yeah. what, what, what can we do to combat this? Mm-hmm. Dean responds, are you kidding me? You and me fighting the good fight together. And Sam says, just be honest with me. You didn't save me for me. You did it for you. I was ready to die. I was ready. I should have died. But you you didn't want to be alone. And that's what all this boils down to. You can't stand the thought of being alone. I'll give you this much. You're certainly willing to do the sacrificing as long as you're not the one being hurt. Yeah. And then later, Dean yeah. says, if the situation were reversed and I was dying, you'd do the same thing. And Sam says, no, Dean, I wouldn't. Same circumstances, I wouldn't. And I feel like that's an appropriate response if the conversation Sam is having is, yes, I would do everything to try to save your life, but I wouldn't violate your bodily autonomy mm-hmm. unless you were okay with it, which yeah. wouldn't be a violation. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I wouldn't lie and gaslight and put everyone in danger for half a season. You know, yeah. I would have told me immediately, like, there is a version of this season which obviously was never going to get made because of the drama. Um, there's a version of the season where Dean still has, still tricks Sam into being possessed. And Ezekiel immediately, it like immediately tells Sam that he's mm-hmm. possessed, 
which he did try to do, and Gadriel stopped him. Yeah. But he didn't try again until, like, the very end. Yeah. Um, and then Sam and Dean work together to try to keep both Sam alive and also fix the situation, which would have been way better, but that's not what happened. Instead, he gaslit Sam for half a season. And what this conversation goes to show is that, in fact, Dean is not sorry. Dean does not think he did anything wrong. Dean hasn't learned any lesson. Nope. Do I think it's callous for, like, Dean to be like, you would save my life, right? And Sam to be like, no, I wouldn't. But I don't think that's what Sam's saying here. Like... Yeah, no, I I totally agree. mm -hmm. Like, Sam is definitely referencing Dean's autonomy versus saving his life. Yes. Because obviously, earlier in the episode, Dean was in danger, and Sam dropped everything to find him. And did. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Dean hasn't learned anything. He's just gotten incredibly cruel. It's really frustrating to watch. Hmm. I feel like Dean's not going to learn anything for the rest of this season. That's my prediction. <laughs> Would you like to know a, a fun fact that um, from supernatural.fandom.com? Hell yeah. Absolutely. This is the first episode since season seven's Party on Garth to introduce a new type of monster. Shit, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. No new monsters were introduced the entirety of season eight, though two new types of existing monsters... Pureblood werewolves and bastard offshoot Jin were introduced in that season. I feel like that was the season that the, like CW just cracked down on their funding or on their yeah. budget, and they're like, "All right, do what you can with this, and let's see what happens." And then they gave us peanuts, and then we got peanuts, and now we're here. And they're like, "Oh, we need a new monster." I mean- we have been in the era of weird eyes and glowing hand for a while. Yeah. Since uh, end of season five. Yep. Yeah. And it's not like season five didn't necessarily. I mean, a lot of the monsters of season five were still just like regular people. Yeah. You know, fuck. with shadows of wings and shit. Um, I don't know. So, uh, Joseph Julian Saria, uh, who played Alonzo starred in The Purge Election Year in 2016, the third movie of the franchise with the same name as this episode. Wow. So now we get to watch The Purge. What a weirdly Purge specific thing. Three, or whatever. Yeah. Just the third one. Mm-hmm. Despite Dean being willing to let monsters that aren't harming humans go, such as Benny and Werewolf Kate, he is now back to wanting to kill a monster, all monsters regardless if they are harmless or not. It's possible this is due to now carrying the mark of Cain, uh, blah blah blah. Yeah. The show picks really weird times to tell and not show us things. Yeah. Yeah, like all the time. Yeah, boom. <laughs> like the whole time. Yeah. Fucking a. So, uh, any final thoughts on this episode? I mean, like I said, cupping is nothing. Don't do it expecting anything like. You're not going to see health changes. Imagine just a very relaxing thing. Yeah. 
and then you'll just have like the gnarliest hickey for a little while. Yeah, about three days. But yeah, yeah. Um, that's all I have to say about that. I'm excited that we finally get to see. Uh, I cannot remember her name, Sheriff Donna. There yeah, Donna Hanscom. I thought this episode was later on. I swear, I thought it was like season like eleven or something. But maybe that's. Uh, she comes back a few times, and that's maybe what I'm thinking about. This episode is so bad, I'm shocked. Oh, she comes back a good handful of times. Yeah. She she does get better. Like Yeah. Is she in the last episode? Yeah. Yeah. Is everyone in the last episode? You're not gonna answer that well fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean the answer is no. Technically nobody's in the last episode. Yeah. Oh my god. Particularly the viewers. Fucking A. <laughs> yeah. God, we get fucked that episode. Yeah, we really do. Yeah. But also some hilarious things happen and I cannot wait to talk about it. Holy shit, yeah. yeah. Fuck. That's it the was... one fair thing. We get to make fun of it. I know, right? You were so nice. So nice. I, I feel like the wound was fresh and that's why we reacted the way we did. Exactly. Um, I gotta say, I'm gonna say this. I'm not a big fan of competitive eating contests. No. Not because no, people get fat or whatever. Like it's because I think it's just like unhealthy to binge, to regularly yeah. binge yeah. eat. That's fair. Yeah. Competitive eating is a very strange thing to do. Yeah, when people are and very hungry, other in other places. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, I want to say that Brianna. Uh, a Buckmaster hosts a podcast about Supernatural with um, Jody. Yeah. What? Yes. Yeah, do a crossover with us, you cowards. Yeah, we need to do a collab. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What else? Yeah, I mean, she's a fine actress. And again, I do like her mm. in uh, Supernatural. I think her character gets a lot, you know, gets more focus and gets a lot better, but, uh... Oh, yeah. Really not understanding why from this episode they brought her back. Truly. Truly confused. Well, Garth also didn't have a good first episode, right? Uh, no. Garth had an amazing first episode and was awesome from minute one. Garth in his episode was amazing, but there were other things about Garth's first episode that wasn't amazing. That's Cause true. Because it, yeah. it was the Kitsune episode. Yeah. But, the, yeah, that's the thing. Like, Garth left a lasting impression. Mm-hmm. Was Donna, Garth's first episode the Kitsune episode? It was. Holy shit. I, that is one thing I do remember. Oh, my God. I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also shocked. You remembered something about Supernatural that I didn't. We we live in interesting times. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is a sign of the end times. Yeah, fuck. Wow. Y'all hear that whistling? I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that nervous laughter. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Oh. Garth shows up in season six, technically. By name, right? By name, yeah. And we get at Bobby's. Yeah. 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 That's right, yeah. We get we get a scene of Bobby yelling at him. Oh. But yeah, oh. he doesn't show up, show up till later. No, he doesn't show up in the Kitsune episode. He shows up in season seven time for a wedding. 
oh. wedding. What? Yeah, that's yeah. the first episode he shows up in. Yeah. Dang, why did I think that he was in the Kitsune episode? He is in the Kitsune episode. But that's not his first appearance. That's not his first appearance, though. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's his second appearance. That's Is that Party on Garth? I think Party no. on Garth... No, he doesn't show up in the Kitsune episode at all. Really? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> is this is this Mandala? Is this what that is? Oh man! No, I think Travis is just bad at remembering supernatural stuff. Yeah, same. Damn, I I felt so confident when I said that. Yeah, the Kitsune episode <laughs> shows up much earlier than season seven. Time for a wedding. It's like the second episode of season seven. Okay. What? God. You know, I'm oh, trying to man. think of where this episode ends up in my least favorite episodes list, and I, I don't think I have an answer to that. Oh, this episode is too boring to have it on that list. Yeah. Yeah. And also just so, so cruel. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the Freak of the Week, and then let's read the reviews. Sound good? Let's do it. All right, so the official name for the Freak of the Week is the Fish Taco uh, Pish Taco, which is a, which Dean thinks is pronounced Fish Taco, but it's Pish Taco, and it is a mythological boogeyman figure in the Andes region of South America, particularly in Peru and Bolivia. Um, some parts of the Andes refer to the Pish Taco as some other names that I can't pronounce. Nice. According to folklore, a pitch taco is an evil monster-like man, often a stranger and often a white man, who seeks out unsuspecting Indians to kill them and abuse them in many ways. I'm just pulling this straight from Wikipedia. The legend dates back to the Spanish conquest of South America. Primarily, his method of killing is stealing his victim's body fat for various cannibalistic purposes, or cutting them up and selling their fresh flesh as fried chicharrones. Fish tacos uh, derives from the local Quechua language uh, word pishte, which means behead, cut the throat, or cut into pieces. The preoccupation with body fat has long been a tradition in the Andes region. Pre-Hispanic natives prized uh, fat so much that a deity, Vera uh, Coca, Meaning sea of fat. I am so sorry for the pronunciation, guys. I didn't really have time to repair, so this is what's happening. Uh, existed for it. It is also natural for the peasant rural poor to view fleshiness and body uh, excess body fat as the very sign of life, good health, strength, and beauty. Many illnesses are thought to have their roots in the loss of body fats, and the skeletal thinness is abhorred. With this, the conquistadores' practice of treating their wounds with the enemy's corpse fat horrified the Indians. Spaniards are also said to have killed Indians and boiled their corpses to produce fat to grease their metal muskets and cannons, which rested quickly in the human Amazon. Well, that's horrifying. Another yeah. reason to hate the conquistadores. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, Pish- that's very interesting. Pishako beliefs have affected international assistance programs, e.g. leading to the rejection of the U.S. Food for Peace program by several communities, out of fear that the real purpose was to fatten the children and later exploit them for their fat. Natives have uh, attacked survey geologists working on the Peruvian and Bolivian Altiplano because they believe that the uh, geologists were pish tacos. The work of anthropologists has been stymied because measurements of fat folds were rumored to be part of a plot to select the fattest individuals later to be targeted, targeted by pish tacos. In 2009, the pish taco legend was cited as a poss- possible co- uh, contributory factor in the apparent fabrication 
uh, of a story by Peruvian police of a gang murdering up to 60 people to harvest their fat. Shit. Wow. This is really prevalent. I know, dude. right? I wonder how true that is and how much of it is just like white people being like, ah, these natives are so crazy, you know? Yeah. yeah. Anytime, anytime I read stuff like this where it's like, oh, the natives just haven't, you know, ah, beliefs. I'm always just like, hmm. How much of it is actually real and shit? Yeah. Or how, yeah. how much of this is like an outsider observing the culture and then making a Wikipedia article on it? Yeah. So, That's a good point. Yeah. You know what? If I ever happen to meet a cannibal... And they offered me human flesh chicharrones. If you go back in time and speak to the ancient conquistadors. I would have to say yes. What? Because I love chicharrones. Chicharrones kick ass. They are pretty good. And also, if ever does happen a uh, season four of Hannibal, (laughs) I want to see him make those. Also... New wish for the wish gin. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, wake up. New wish just dropped. <laughs> All right. Are you guys ready to read some reviews? Oh, hell. Yeah. Uh, before right. we read reviews, we should give a double digit rating ourselves. Oh, a double, a double digit? digit? Why yeah. that high? I'm going to, uh, no, I'm going to give you mine and you'll okay. see what I mean. Okay. Four point two. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Really, gotcha. a four that high? De- a decimal. I, I knew one of you was going to make that joke. If even if I went with a three. No, you know what? Three point nine. Okay. I, okay. Yeah. I applaud your restraint on not saying a uh, six point nine. Yeah, it was not nice enough for that. <laughs> That's fair. But it was half nice enough for it. Kabam! Alright. Somebody else give a rating. I'll give it a... I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll give it a 4.2. Okay. I'm gonna give it a... 1.7. That's as high as I'll go. <laughs> this episode is really just incredibly cruel. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of it does come from Dean, but not all of it. No, some of it just straight up comes from the writing. Yeah, and Sam and the writing, mostly the writing. Honestly, it's all the writing. It's 100. Yeah. It's mostly the, I mean, to be fair, Dean and Sam are products of the writing. So, yeah. I just yeah. And there's it's not funny. Like, it's just mean. Yeah. There were no jokes in this episode. There really yeah. weren't. Like, there weren't even... the There wasn't even the facsimile of a joke. No. Yeah. The attempt. No. It was just like, this whole episode was just played straight. Yeah. yeah. Which does not serve the show well. Yeah, if, if, a, if this episode... Well, I, I'll you know what I'll stop that thought in in its tracks and say if this episode had been an entirely different episode, it would have been a better episode. Yeah, 
<laughs> you know what? I agree. I think if the episode were entirely... Actually, you know what? I disagree. I think that the episode... If the episode were entirely different, uh, it could be worse, actually. Uh, There's so, always a chance yeah. it could be worse. <laughs> always a chance. Yeah, the chance of a bad supernatural episode is never zero. It's never zero. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something that I don't want to have to say. And that is that um, there is a guest star next episode. And I just remembered <gasps> that. A guest star. A guest star, even. For Headcast or Supernatural? For Supernatural. Oh, okay. We don't have guest stars. I mean, we have guests, but none of them are stars anywhere outside of our own hearts, you know? <laughs> They're stars to me. me, but, you know. Yeah. So. It's kind of complicated. Yeah. All right. Um, here, what, you guys want to hear some reviews? I'm picking these purely off of titles. Fuck yes. Absolutely. Okay. This one is called Gross. <laughs> gross period, even. This was a very gross episode. The animation for the fat suckers was repulsive. And the act of sucking fat from people was equally awful. Still yeah. haven't gotten back to the main storyline, unfortunately. And this had better be the last of the side story arcs before they head back. Sam is, of course, being moody and whitey towards Dean, who seems to be getting angry and angrier with him for it. I did feel bad for the owners of the spa, but really hated the sheriff in it. That's unfortunate. Damn. Hopefully the sheriff isn't like a Jody Mills character that reoccurs and is only in the episode in this episode and done. I've got really bad news for this person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell me you hate women without telling me you hate women. Oh, it gets better. And I know oh. she wasn't in this, but I'm not a fan of Jody Mills either, for the record. <laughs> 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 Guess what she rate? Guess what this person? I'm not. Gonna, I don't know. It's a woman, actually. Uh, guess what they rated this episode? One point seven. You got to guess. Uh, two stars. Uh, way off, both of you. Seven mm. out of ten. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> so brings back the tradition of a highly rated episode with. A absolute shit review. God damn. I wish right. there was a I don't wish this like for real, but it would be cool to like interview some of these people yeah. and see if they feel the same way about these episodes. Oh, oh. I had I, I wanna read every single review on this page because they're all gold. Okay, I'm not going to, but here's another good one. This one is titled, Stop with the Fargo Accent Already. <laughs> oh, no. I love this show. Love it. But I've been to Stillwater, Minnesota, and no one has a ridiculous accent like that. I'm getting really tired of hearing that damn accent, which is only mildly present in Upper Minnesota, the Iron Range, if you will. So just stop already. I'm a bit tired of Sam and Deed constantly being at odds with each other. I think the best episodes are the one where they're working together and aren't estranged. I agree, Faith-127-408912. Otherwise, the season has been great. I'm really looking forward to the next one, but first I have to get through this episode with the awful accent, and then there's no rating on it. Wow. You know, that's fair. You know, people are allowed to be from somewhere and live in a different place where they developed their accent. Yeah. 
source, my grandfather who lived in Texas longer than he lived in the Bronx, <laughs> but held a very strong New York accent till the day. There are some accents that just fucking stick. They cement inside of you. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Okay, I have to read this one too. The the, re- the reviews of this episode are so good. Okay. Here's this one titled Sam has always been mean spirited. <laughs> the ending was heartbreaking, but not surprising since Dam has <laughs> Dams. Whoops, and I'm trying to portmanteau their names. Uh, since <laughs> Sam has always been self righteous and forgets his own mistakes and loves to put teen down. That is a separate sentence and an afterthought. And God then damn. the review says, "Great performances by Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki." Uh, would you like to guess the rating wow. on that one? <laughs> Three. What do you think, Travis? Uh, nine. Uh, Travis was closer. Seven out of ten. Fuck yes. Oh, I still went over, though. You did. You're still closer, though. You're in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, here's another one. Okay. <laughs> Sam's heart surgically removed. Okay, I literally, I just clicked over to the IMD reviews to see the titles of these, and that's the exact one I clicked on (laughs) first. I'm not sure what the intent was of this episode's ending, but Sam clearly indicates he does not have Dean's back, which has always been one of their irrefutable laws. How is Dean supposed to work with him in life-threatening situations after having said there? I realize I'm oversimplifying it because Sam was referring to a different type of situation where choosing between Dean's life and the lives of multiple others is more mathematically significant than saving a family member. Though I understand where Sam is coming from, it didn't really feel right to see how this episode concluded. Fans of this show clearly didn't like it either. Uh, Three out of ten. So there's your three out of ten, Ben. Hey. All right. Got it. I'm going to read one like genuinely positive review also none of these were 10 out of 10s so i'm actually pretty proud okay, of, none of these were 10 out of 10s but a surprising amount of them are over five high yeah mm-hmm. also i guess i shouldn't be totally surprised but none of the more recent reviews have mentioned the uh, fat phobia either which i thought might have gotten to mention um but i guess not okay reminds me of uh reminds me of skin from season one this is one, uh, one of the stronger episodes in the ninth season, and I think a lot of that has to do with it being a throwback to early Monster of the Week procedurals the show used to do. I would disagree, kind of. Hmm. I do think this is a uh, Monster of the Week procedural. I do not think it has the same vibe as the early episodes. Oh, hey. Um, mostly because uh, it's stupid. Okay. And unlike a lot of these episodes, this one manages to work in some allegory, metaphor around beauty standards, especially for women, and weight loss obsession pretty effortlessly. Donna is a good side character, and she is really fun here. The influence of Fargo is present. There's a quirkiness in this episode that is lacking in the later season. Oh, and the fish taco is a memorable monster. Nine out of ten. Okay, couple of things. Allegory? <laughs> yeah, allegory. Alle- metaphor? <laughs> Um, so my thing with that, I feel like any time an episode like this, where it is a pure monster of the week episode, like the one we had now, every time one of those episodes comes up, someone says something along these lines. Yeah. Yeah. 
like, oh, it reminds me of early season. Like, because it's a Monster of the Week episode and not a direct plot episode. I think that's... Is that it? It's gotta be. Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty much it. Exactly. Because this doesn't have the charm of early seasons. No. This doesn't have the jokes of early seasons. This added a new character that eventually becomes beloved, but for barely any reason... Not by uh, one of the reviewers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that... I don't like Donna or Jody. Okay. Yeah, we don't listen to women haters in this house. Um, I am going to go ahead and say that I think this reviewer is giving this episode a little too much credit. Fucking I do think the episode tried to poke fun at diet culture. I mm-hmm. do not think it succeeded because it was so desperate to tell a... Okay, so I'm going to do that thing I haven't done in a long time where I rewrite this episode for the better, I think, anyways. Um, and it's really a simple change. Just cut Alonzo. Yeah. Just have the mm-hmm. obvious bad guys be the owners of the weight loss spa. Yeah. Let the uh, the male, like the, the husband, Larry Philip, I yes. don't remember his name. Let him be a like a self-hating or like ex-fat person that hates fat people. I don't remember the term for that, but let him be one of those and be unlikable. Hell, let Marisa also be unlikable. Yeah. Let them just both be the actual villains of this episode and let them be Mm. card carrying, like, you know, fucking monsters. We've had plenty of episodes where it's like, actually, it's a little more cop. Like we get it. Okay. Have these guys be the fucking, like, I- I'm talking like goofy ass shit. And you know what I'm specifically talking about? And I'm actually going to compare it to another Supernatural episode. The Supernatural episode with the realtors that Travis hates so much. That was, God, that was a kind of a solid episode, though. In season yeah. seven? Yeah. Because, like, they were Leviathan. They were evil. They were here to fuck around and find out. And that's what happened. And it's great, right? Yeah. Um these the the owners of the weight loss clinic should have been those people and then they would have stuck the landing I think a lot better on like poking fun of this type of weight loss and and diet culture and shit like that Um, and also I don't know like it wouldn't have been much of a mystery but I think it would have been a better story Mm -hmm. there would have been it would have been funnier and more interesting oh extremely true yeah so that's my suggestion also, you don't need Act One to be so long. Like, cut out, cut out that. Uh, you can have the part. Like, get get us to the clinic as soon as possible. Yeah. They probably didn't need the second victim. They just needed the first guy. Like, Mala could have been like, "Hey, um, I he was going to this weight loss clinic, but I convinced him not to, or oh, whatever." And maybe oh. it was there. Yeah, maybe they leave like. Um one on maybe the first fucking victim they find like a business card for this weight loss place yeah like why would a competitive eater have uh intentions of going to a weight loss place yeah or some um, sh- some shit like that yeah like i think uh i think that would have been a lot better and yeah. mm-hmm. uh that's my piece i dig it that is my that is my suggestion. Hmm. So, 
Any or final this, thoughts? Oh, sorry, go on. Oh, this episode could have been in like season seven and it would have fit just fine. Like I also they didn't need to make this episode. Oh yeah. I mean the the entire issue could have been avoided if they just not made this episode. Yeah. Definitely. Uh but that's not where we are in life today, is it? Yeah. Yeah, because it doesn't move Sadly. the show forward. Oh, no. It's a total Freak of the Week episode. Like, Cass and, and Crowley don't even show up at all. Yeah. They get mentioned. The Mark mm-hmm. of Cain gets mentioned. Cain doesn't show right. up. Yeah. Cain and Because we need those little, like, we need those tiny little plot hooks to keep, to be like, uh, Keep us going. Uh, keep us yeah. going. Meanwhile, the episode is just insanely cruel and suffers yeah. because of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like so glad that I started watching this show for this. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, on that downer note, truly <laughs> depressing. Honestly, not feeling good about it. Um, what's the name of the next episode <laughs> what is the name of the next episode I know it but I wanted to know if anyone else maybe knows it I'm testing you guys and definitely not furiously looking it up on IMDB it's Captain. damn it <laughs> I mean good job Travis you succeeded in my test Travis I succeeded on clicking on one link on supernaturalwiki.com my favorite website you, Travis, you're damn right you did <laughs> the next episode of called is called it's captives what's it about it's no it's just called <laughs> no it's, it's, it's captives it's captives <laughs> it's captives it baby the full name of the episode is it's captives baby the next episode of season nine of supernatural episode 14 baby that's it that's the whole episode so uh sam and dean get captured by some demons and they want to know where Crowley is so they start force feeding Sam and Dean Captain Crunch oops all berries it just eviscerates the roofs of their mouths yep god damn that's cruel yeah no milk oh either. god and if they and if they do ask for milk only skim i know oof i think this Travis. is um that was too bleak for the CW. They're not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's a little basic. I think you go to you could have got a little harder. <laughs> crave. Oh shit. <laughs> there we go. Have y'all had crave before? Yeah, it's fucking. It cuts up the roof of my mouth worse than <laughs> Captain Crunch does. That's, that's terrifying. Hey, have you considered not when pressing your cereal tasty. up against the roof of your mouth? Do, uh, what? You don't you just put the cereal in your mouth and then swallow it. <laughs> right? Whole? Wait, you guys chew on cereal? <laughs> well, I, I feel like I, I chew on cereal. What I feel like you're doing, Travis, is you're putting the cereal in your mouth, you're putting your tongue up to the roof of your mouth, and you're just holding the cereal there, and then you're scraping it back and forth like the sandpaper it was not <laughs> intended to be. Just chew it no. and then swallow it, bud. What happens is I get so excited about eating cereal is I get the biggest spoon possible. 
and then I shovel as much cereal I can into my mouth at one time. So there's so much cereal in my mouth that it can't help but be shoved all around and 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 wind up getting uh, scraping up the roof you know, roof of my mouth. You know mouth. what's actually happening after I get off this call? I am actually getting cereal. a bowl of cereal. Yes. Yes. Same. <laughs> Hell yes. And it's before this conversation happened. I, this entire time, all I've been able to think about is the the box of off-brand honey bunches of oats that I have in my cereal cabinet. Hell yeah. yeah. All right. And on that note, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for sticking with us through all the ups and the downs, the highs and the lows of high school football. Um, and this podcast. We really appreciate it. If you want to hear more from us, you can go to our uh, social media at Habcast on Twitter and Instagram and Hey Ask But a Supernatural Podcast on Facebook.com. You can also go to our Patreon where for $1 a month you get access to our Discord and for $3 you get access to the other show we do, Let's Check Ass, a Supernatural Podcast uh, featuring actors, supernatural actors who are not doing supernatural things at the time that we are doing this now currently you get what i'm saying um thank you guys so much for listening until next time have fun and don't die bye I didn't expect to get roasted so hard about my pizza wish. <laughs> Holy shit, yeah. <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs>